After Wilmington, the daily drinking stopped, and after traveling around a little, he ended up in Frazier, home of Teeny Town, where he met Billy Freeman. We also found out that Wendy died from cigarettes. And he helped him get a short-term job, and while interviewing with Kingsley, he started shining. He found a place to stay, and he would have visions of Deanie that told him to stay away from the woman in the hat, and he just knew Deanie was dead, and so was her child. He assumed that they, he was killed by his abusive uncle, and Deanie committed suicide after that. One night, he got up to use the restroom, and there was a top hat, and red rum was written in the mirror. He went and bought wine and was about to drink it until Billy had come, he had sensed that something was wrong, and took him to Kingsley, who was 15 years sober. A girl named Abra is being born. At 20 miles southeast, Dan was in an AA meeting for the first time, and he printed on pages Abra's name for no reason that he knows. On the same day, the True Knot were moving not in a rush because the feast was months away. Back with Abra's family, her grandma asked if they kept the call that she was born with, but they had it because she had heard that babies born with the call over their face would have some kind of, you know, like psychic powers. Five months later, Lucy, Abra's mom, had a dream where the number 11 was written on Abra's chest in blood. And David, her dad, also had a dream, but 175 was written on her chest instead. They woke up and took her to the doctors and she was fine, but they knew she was special because those were September 11th in the plane that had crashed into the Twin Towers. The True Knot arrived in New Jersey town and they watched on September 11th and just took in deep breaths. Three years later, and Dan is three years sober, and he met a doctor and kind of used his shine to locate the doctor's watch. David and Abra's grandma know the doctor, John guy that Dan helped, and they're talking about her gift and her shine, and they just wanted him to keep an eye out and kind of help them with it. So it was the morning of Abra's birthday, and Dan woke up, and hello was written on his blackboard, and he thinks that the person's name is Abra. Abra's party started, and it was nine kids total, plus adults, and they had got a magician for her birthday, and while he was performing tricks, Abra said that she could do the same thing, and in the kitchen, the spoons were hovering on the ceiling. It's now 2007, and Dan is woken up in the middle of the night because one of the hospice patients is dying. While he is assisted his passing... He notices that, you know, he has bruises on him and he feels like it was one of the other orderlies. And when his patient finally leaves, the cat didn't leave, which was weird because it normally does. But he felt a presence and he felt like that was Abra's presence that was in the room. So after the present goes away, he argues with the co-worker for being too rough with the patients. And he was about to fight him, but he doesn't go through with it. And 20 miles away, Abra felt like she helped Dan like he had helped the man who had died. By 2011, the True Knot was the only one left. And the chapter talks about, you know, if there's a missing kid, most don't look towards the RV people. And <laughs> those were the RV people that they should have been looking towards. Because they were malnourished because there wasn't that much steam left in the world. 
And Crow guesses that they have about a dozen to 15 canisters left of steam, but Rose knows that they only have three, and after they use the one tonight, they're only going to have two left. So one hot July day, they got a ping for some possible steam, so they headed toward that direction. Bradley Trevor was walking home from practice when Barry, one of the members of the True Knot, told him he was a friend and he'd take him home. But instead, they took his steam and buried his body. Lucy and David were consoling Abra because she woke up screaming because she had a dream of the True Knot killing Bradley, Trevor. But she tells her mom that Tony's dad might be able to stop it and how he works at a hospice. So Rose was telling Crow that they had a looker who had a big steam on the East Coast and how they should wait a little bit before taking her. Crow disagrees, however, because he feels like something could happen to her before they're able to get that big steam. So we're back to Dan's point of view and Dan saw a message on his blackboard saying they are killing the baseball boy. And when he asked what boy, he got no response. But he hoped that, you know, they could become pen pals because he kind of wanted to help her like Tony had helped him. And so later, Dan met Billy and he saw some flies all over his face. And so he started freaking out because whenever he sees flies, that means someone's about to die. And he made him go see a doctor and it turns out he would have had an aneurysm and Dan had saved his life. And so it would be another two years before he contacted or Abra contacted him again. And in those two years, Bradley Trevor had left something in the bloodstream of the True Knot. Welcome to the Sisterhood of the Traveling Books. I'm your host, Asia. And I'm Kiana. And this week we're talking about part one of Dr. Sleep. So I would say (laughs) very interesting beginning. I told you he was his daddy's kid. He is 100% his daddy's son because our Danny boy got a problem. (laughs) Problem. And he's had it for a very long time. What? Since he was 14. Mm. Yeah. It said he started drinking as a freshman in high school. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, he was down bad. (laughs) I don't know the other way to say it. At least in the beginning of the part, you know, he was down pretty bad. Well, yeah, it was after, you know, all that stuff happened with Deanie. Yeah. Even after that, you know, the drinking was on and off. Yeah, he would be able to stay sober for maybe a month or so. Mhm. But then something would happen and yeah, but he did end up making it to Teeny Town. He did. He's back in New England, you guys. And um he meets Billy who you know is getting a good vibe from Danny. Yeah, and he takes a chance on Danny to get him a job, even though it's only it's basically seasonal. But you know, Still, but, job yeah. probably ain't got nothing. Okay, when you've been it's a place sleeping on buses and stuff. Mm-hmm. But Billy takes a chance on him, and y'all, Danny boy, he finally found his place. 
Yeah, so he got a short-term job, and um, he was clean when he did, so he started feeling more of the shine again. Yeah, which is one of the main reasons why he was drinking in the first place. To kind of suppress it. Mm-hmm. And then one day he got caught by who? Was it Billy who caught him? I think it was. He went to the... um. He went to a convenience store the first time he was going to buy like two bottles of wine or something because he had seen some stuff. Yeah, I was about to say he had seen. Um, well, I know the time that I'm talking about is he had seen Deanie and her child and he knew that they were dead. Yeah, Deanie had. And, mm-hmm, and she had warned him to stay away from the woman in the hat. Mm-hmm. Who and we when... know to be. Yeah. What's her name? Rose? Yeah, girl. Fawn Rose. Okay. (laughs) But in all seriousness, yeah. She warned him to stay away from the woman in the top hat. And then he eventually did see a top hat in his bathtub. Mm Mm-hmm. He did. But that wasn't even, even though it had blood on it, that wasn't the worst part. Red rum appeared back in the mirror. And Danny Boy said, I am Jackson, therefore I need a drink. Yeah, so that's when he went and bought the bottle. But And this is why I think Billy has some shine to him. I think they said that. I'm not sure. Yeah, they did. That he had some, but mm-hmm. it wasn't, you know, just like. You know, hundreds. it was like how Dick was saying, like, everybody has a little shine to him. Yeah, exactly. And. So yeah, like he had his little hunches and stuff. And so he had saw that Denny had ended up buying alcohol at that point, but he had kept like opening and closing the bottle. He never actually took a drink out of it. Yeah, well, he ended up taking him to his boss Mm -hmm. because his boss was also, well, used to be an alcoholic. So then he became his sponsor. Yeah, became his sponsor and Danny Boy... Went down the path of sobriety about time. (laughs) And at that same moment that he was becoming sober, or Mm -hmm. I think the last time that he had taken a drink, uh, a girl named Abra was born. Yes, little baby Abra. And she... (laughs) She's dying. Yeah. Yeah. She's... Her parents are something else, I can say that. At least they're relieving her. That's very true. They believe it. Yeah, they do. I mean, she's because I want to say she's about as strong as Danny. Yeah, her and Danny's strength is about the same when Danny was roughly her age, I want to say. Maybe if not a bit stronger. Um, I think he did say it was a lot stronger. Or maybe, I think he said it was stronger, but I can't remember if he's like, is it stronger and he knows how to control it, or it's stronger because he knows how to control it? That's very true. I, I think it's because he actually knows, like, how to control it and stuff. And then on top of that, yeah, because she doesn't, and she's over here with her telekinesis <laughs> and stuff with spoons and all this other stuff. But she, how she, but she reacts, I don't know if it's because the events are a lot more, but her reactions are a little bit more, I don't want to say violent per se, but they're a lot more intense given the things that she's reacting to. Yeah. 
because I think she, yeah because she predicted 9-11 she sure did her parents each had a dream one saw the number 11 one saw the number 175 which was in correlation to the event and she was screaming the whole time mm-hmm. until the final plane had hit the final tower yeah and that's when she stopped crying and while that was happening, <laughs> the true knot was there. <laughs> yeah, doing what they taking in deep breaths. Oh, <laughs> carnage! <laughs> Not deep breaths, but you're right though. Like you know, and I think I know what the steam is. I think you've already known, but you know, it takes me a lot longer to calculate in this brain well, of mine not just that because i tried to look at it at a non-different point because even then i was just like so why are they at the twin towers just taking in deep breaths because you'd be like so do they get their steam from like natural disasters and stuff but then later on we found out no it's the people it's yeah the yeah it's the shine that's what i was gonna say so that's why because I, I was like because i said the same thing i said why are they at 9 11 just breathing in all heavy and stuff i was like that's odd but because natural disasters a lot of people apparently shine more prevalent there or something because they had said later on there was another natural disaster that they were upset that they missed yeah and i was like okay but at the same time um because we're now you know in like the 21st century i had to think what century we're in we're in the 21st century and the accessibility in which they once had with steam is not as prevalent as it once was so Mm -hmm. they're struggling they they really are oh yeah they have not even a lot of empty canisters it's like what did she have three yep she overestimated just so um home because she doesn't like them actually knowing the exact numbers and stuff so she overestimated when she was talking to i forget his name i want I'll always call him everything but his real name. But yeah, and she was kind of concerned because they only had three and they used one from a kid that they had killed. <laughs> they kill kids. Yeah, they like they were saying, like Stephen King was saying, normally you wouldn't think about, you know, like a RV caravan type situation. Mm-hmm. Therefore, when kids are going missing, but when the kids go missing, they're more than likely the culprit because they're the kid has shine or whatever and they and if they have to kill, you know, like their mom, like they did for that one kid with that one canister, they killed his mom in order to get to him. Mm-hmm. Because they say a lot of family members and people try to get in the way. So they have to yeah. take in them as well. Exactly. So I was like, oop. <laughs> I said, great. I said, nothing better than some murderers who's been alive for 200 years looking crazy. But okay. <laughs> But it's interesting kind of seeing how they're talking, like, their numbers are dwindling. They know they're dwindling. And also, I don't know, like, and also one of them ends up actually dying eventually. Mm-hmm. And they don't necessarily know why, because they're not supposed to get sick, right, Asia? Well, uh, I'm going to choose not to comment on that. Okay. Of the movie. <laughs> of course. And also, like, by accident, I started reading into part two. Uh, so, ignoring her, I guess we're going to go off my speculations. <laughs> I speculate they're not necessarily supposed to get sick because they, but I well, feel like, 
let me put it this way because I'll just base it off of what we already read. Um, they have to take in steam. Yes. He even said, you know, in a couple of years, you'll start looking older. But once you take in steam, you'll be fine. So then I'm assuming if you don't take in steam, you're not going back to that fine part. Mm-hmm. You're going to keep aging like you normally do or like worse. Because we don't even know if they're human anymore. So that's what you can base it off of. Yeah, okay. Which makes sense because like they were describing when they took in steam, like liver spots started going away. Their hair went back to its natural color instead of, you know, white or gray with age and other things. So whatever they are, yeah, steam is a very important. It is like they literally said the only their main and only reason for living is basically steam. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's really interesting. Like I'm really intrigued by it because I'm really it's kind of scary in a way because they ended up fill roads ended up filling um Abra, right? Hmm. Yes, because Abra was looking in while they were killing um the boy. Yeah, and they and she only felt her for like three seconds or so. But Rose had said she was like Abra was so powerful, like for a moment, Rose even felt like apprehension and regret about what they were about to do which is kill the boy and the other guy i think barry i think that's his name and mm-hmm. barry was like well why don't we go get her you know things can happen or you know, like she gets cancer or she gets in a car accident or yeah and rose was kind of like nah <laughs> we'll let her see like, <laughs> she was like you know like when you let things simmer <laughs> <laughs> like you're cooking beads in a crock pot yeah. like, she's like we're just gonna let her simmer in because she's also trying to think from Abra, they would be able to fill up like half of the half. Yeah. Which would she be good. She lowballed it then too. She was like, oh, we could fill up maybe like 30. And she's like, no, we could do 10, 15. Maybe even 20. Like she, so I think that's why she wants her to seep. But it's also cool because Abra's actually been able to contact Danny Boy through Tony. I know. I was like, oh, that's not something that the movie represents. So, of course not, because movies don't get all the details. But I mean, they can't get all the details. I know. It'd be like a six hour movie. So, <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, like in The Shining, you know, it was all, you know, whenever we heard Tony and stuff, it was normally just in his head, Danny thinking to himself. Yeah, you can't but, really portray thinking to yourself in a movie. Not necessarily. Yeah, no, you're right. But it was so nice knowing she at least had Tony and like Tony's Tony. Little... Yes, I was so happy. I'm not scared of Tony anymore. I don't think he's evil. No, I, I was gonna say Kiana still think he bad. I think he's a dead little boy. He's a part of Danny. He is Danny Shine, and the fact they're able to connect. And, like, she was able to leave, like, chalkboard messages for Danny and stuff. I thought that was so sweet. And that was so cute. I know. So, like I said, I just think that's so cute. They're able to connect and talk. And just, and Danny was actually kind of, because he could feel her presence, too. And he wasn't, and like he said, he wasn't necessarily, like, concerned because it wasn't the same presence of, like, you know, the overlook and stuff. And he was actually kind of looking forward to it. Yeah, he was like, have I made a friend? Oh, it made me want to cry. I'm not even going to play. 
Well, I mean, they're going to need it now because now, clearly, the True Knot's going to be coming for Abra. Clearly. But also, based on, like, the end of the part, something's going on with the True Knots. Because before... Because when that little boy that they ended up killing, when Abra had, like... When Rose had sensed Abra and stuff, Mm -hmm. they were saying, like, you know, before that... Danny didn't hear back from Abra for, like, another two years. Yeah. And then... But also during that, something had like slept in the True Knot's bloodstream. And apparently the little boy, his name was Bradley Trevor, because he was a baseball player, had apparently left them a parting gift. And I was like, oh, that does not sound good. Not at all. I said, oh, I said, maybe they all going to get their little steam cancer and die. I don't know. <laughs> That's oh what I was saying. Gosh. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of, at least, because. And that little boy, I felt so bad because, like, he even said to Barry, he was like, you lied to me. You said you weren't going to hurt me. And he was like, eh. I was like, oop. I don't no. know. Why y'all have to do it? Do them like that. Exactly. Like, I was like, y'all are so rude. But they're going to get their karma. I already know it. I already feel it. Um, It's just going to be going to have the build but at the same time. I'm really worried for Abra because, like I said, he didn't hear back from her for another two years. So she strengthened some, and that really probably makes me feel like True Knot is trying to finally hone in on her and take her sneak. Because I feel like either some more of them have died or on the verge of dying, or they have like they don't have any more canisters and they are just about out of being able to find steam. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at with this. So oof, we'll have to see in the next part, even though Asia's already started, but that's okay. Uh, accidentally started okay and but i'm not even getting on to her because it's really good like the book's really it's very interesting like once you get started you don't want to stop okay. i don't at I least can't blame me for this yeah no i'm not blaming you because i almost started part two myself but i had to stop myself so well, what... important question yes what are your predictions <sighs> um well, oh, I want to do this early on so we could see how accurate we were. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. also, we also forgot to mention Dr. Sleep, the title's based on Danny Boy. Oh, yeah, he gets... because he's an orderly at a hospice center. And, you know, he shines. So, he, so him and the cat, you know, they have like a thing. The cat basically only stays with residents before they pass away and they let Danny know and Danny kind of helps them as they pass along with his shine and stuff. So mm-hmm. there's that. Um, but given that, oh, my I'm gonna say he mm-hmm. has to save Billy's life. Yes, because Billy he had a feeling Billy wasn't really feeling that great, and Danny said, ah, "We're not taking it." He called one of his friends from AA, which is a pediatrician who mm-hmm. also sees Abra, by the way, and he basically called the for, the pediatrician called in a favor, which basically ended up saving Billy's life. Because they found, like, a blood clot that would have led to aneurysm. Yep. So, Danny Boy, I mean, my predictions, Danny's on the right path. He did have a moment, though, where he was debating throwing away 10 years of sobriety, which is a lot more than his daddy ever got. <laughs> yeah, Just I would say he's already started doing and taking the proper steps. Yeah, but he almost did, and I have a I mean, prediction. Jack was taking the proper steps, but, like, the hotel happened yeah i was like what would have happened if they weren't didn't go to that hotel 
I'm hoping Jack might have actually stayed sober. I think he might have. I think he would have too. But um, I have a prediction like de- demons are going to come back to Danny Boy. He's going to struggle. Abra's going to be involved clearly because they're connect. They're interconnected with Tony and just the shine. And basically, like how Dick was Danny's teacher, Danny's going to be Abra's teacher type thing. But also, True Not's going to try to get them, both of them, maybe Abra more so because she's younger, but Danny's still just as powerful, like, Danny is still powerful. Like, his shine power has not lessened at all through the years. Mm-mm. It's, I almost want to say it's gotten more intense. And so, I'm terrified True Not's going to try to use them as their last saving grace in order to keep them around type thing. And him and Abra are going to have to do something, work together. I don't know. That's where I'm going right now. Maybe the part two without honey. We'll see. <laughs> but I don't know. That's where I'm going at. Yeah. Well, just wait. Things get a little crazy. And if it does go by the way that um, the movie did, not like the little small details, but like the overall plot, like you're going to be re- you're gonna be hooked i have a feeling because i'm i'm loving the shining i loved the shining and i'm really loving dr sleep so i'm excited to continue reading it so did you have anything you wanted to add or anything miss asian no i was just not say just keep reading <laughs> <laughs> just keep reading and as y'all know we will bring it to y'all next week with our Asia, because y'all know Asia, as y'all can tell, Asia be a little bit ahead sometimes. So Asia gonna be over here like, I kind of know. because I write the little summary and sometimes that can take an extra long time. So I try to jump on things while I can. Exactly. I'm over here trying to play catch up and she always be like, mm-hmm, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited. I love it. Um, So yeah, I am. And also hope, because we re- when we recorded last week, it was we recorded on Halloween last week. So I hope everybody had a good holiday and everybody was safe. Got some candy, you know, all that good stuff. Just wanted yeah. to throw that out there. I hope y'all all had a safe Halloween. Yes, because what's the next holiday coming up? Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. Only I don't. Food. <laughs> she loves it because the food. Uh, I Most Thanksgiving food is nasty to me. But I'm, I can mess with some good mac and cheese though, honey. I love me some mac and cheese. That's what my mama be making, so <laughs> that's what she's talking about. Okay, her mama's mac and cheese, y'all, is so good. <laughs> I love me some good mac and cheese, but yeah, so hopefully the, because sh- I'm pretty sure we're going to be reading Dr. Sleep throughout the rest of ye- well, there's only five parts, I think, though. Yeah. So definitely through I think November. this part was one of the biggest yeah i think it is yeah so through november and then the beginning of december which is good because i'm having a procedure done in december so he's gonna have time to rest up and read up because when we because you know it's the holidays and you know asia and i we're not in the same place and we do our own traveling with you know friends and family type thing which everybody else clearly does so we'll be a little busy but that also gives us time to plan for 2022 because mm-hmm. we already have some things lined up 
we have some some we we kind of have an idea of what we want to do exactly but we can't wait you know and i know we're like shooting ahead i am asia can tell y'all i i do this i like shoot ahead and asia's like kiana can we worry about now Mm -hmm. (laughs) i can't wait to like just read the books and share it with you guys so all right i'm done on my soapbox (laughs) (laughs) um thank you guys for listening yes Um, thank you guys wherever you're listening to clearly except spotify because you can't do it on spotify but leave (laughs) a rating and review yes and like always you can reach us on social media our facebook and instagram is sisterhood book pod and always twitter at sisterhood book one all right thank you for listening and we'll see you next week